Hey, it's Odette Blacklock here. Welcome to the Coach O Show. This is episode number seven. Today's guest will inspire you to reconnect with nature, help you to understand the science behind why it feels so good to get lost in the rainforest, wiggle the sand between your toes. Our guest is the CEO and founder of Water Sports Guru and Green X7, two companies with a vision to get people off their phones and free themselves from the four walls synonymous with corporate life. He is sought after around the world to promote healthier workplaces, working with companies like Red Bull and Suncorp. Our guest has inspired change, not just through inspiration, but through implementation by connecting people physically to their environment. I'm talking swimming with stingrays and snorkeling with turtles. Please welcome today's guest, Tim Jack Adams. Welcome, Tim Jack Adams. Great to have you on our podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Adele. I love your place, by the way. Ocean views. Yes. Very distracting. We are sitting out here in nature, looking at the ocean. Why not? Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it sounds to me like you're living your passion. And uh, I really want to know how you got Green X7 started. What is it? And, you know, what's the journey? Take me through the journey to that destination. Totally. Well, Green X7 started from another business of mine, which was a hobby. Yeah. Um, basically, Water Sports Guru started when I was 26. I was, before that, taking people around the world diving. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the global financial crisis hit, basically, I lost all my customers. Okay. And I was like, right, I need to pivot, but what do I want to do? And I remember in my 20s, I used to keep this journal. And it was over about four years of when I was traveling overseas around Australia. And I did all sorts of different jobs, everything from building log cabins to shearing sheep to working in suits in London. And I used to keep this journal in the back. It used to basically my likes and my dislikes. Mm-hmm. And in all my likes, I had like, I loved connecting with people. I love being in nature. I froth on the water. It's, it's what makes me alive. Yeah. Uh, and on the dislike column, I had like, don't want to work in the city. Don't want to wear a suit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck indoors. And so from that list that I found again, I went, right, I'm going to start up a water sports company. And yeah. so, birthed in Kingscliff, we started, you know, snorkel with turtles and surfing and yeah. paddleboard and quaking. And that's pretty much what led me to a few years later to Green X7. Yeah. Because what was happening is while I was actually sitting down and taking all these customers out on the water and doing all this active engagement in nature, which mm-hmm. is green exercise, which, yeah. you know, Green X7, mm-hmm. I realized that I was always healthy and happy. You know, yeah. and people around me that I grew up with were suffering and, you know, a lot of people were doing it really tough. Yeah. And even though I was in similar circumstances, I understood that every time that I went to work, I'd always feel a lot healthier and happier. Mm-hmm. All right. And this really started to pique my interest. Like, why is it that when people worked outdoors, you know, outdoor education, uh, worked in ecotourism and all these places, why do we seem a lot healthier and happier? And so we started doing the research back in 2012. Yeah. I asked that question. Wow. Why is yeah. it that when we reconnect to self, others and nature, are mm-hmm. we healthier and happier? Um, connected with a guy called Dr. Jules Pretty, who basically coined the phrase green exercise like okay. back in 2003. Mm. And um, since then, and that was in the UK, and basically I asked for all his white paper research and that pretty much started this massive snowball effect of me doing four to five years of research, still ongoing today, you know, yeah. seven, eight years later. 
um, on basically the benefits of being outdoors, like in simplicity, go outside and play. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why it's so important now is because we actually spend less time outdoors than maximum security prisoners. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, okay, that's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that well, was how it was birthed. Amazing. And it sounds like, though, that you are really in touch with yourself, though. And uh, we might touch on that connectedness with self, with the environment. Um, because a lot of people, I, I know working in health, a lot of people don't actually know how they feel or, you, you know, when you've written your, your journal out, how does this make me feel at the end of the day? That reflection obviously led you in a, in a really good direction. So tell me a bit about how you're able to be that connected with yourself and where you learned that from. All right. That's a really good question. And I'm sort of glad you picked that up because it's been an eight year journey yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> and it's actually, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. I was never, I was never ever connected. I actually grew up with a family, five boys, very, uh, what would you say? Physical, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of boxing, a lot of football, yeah. you know, a lot of basically harden up. That was yeah. pretty much our family motto. If you got sick, you locked yourself in the room. Mm. Um, you know, as that was a great example for it. And it probably wasn't until I'm almost 38 now, and I would say it was probably my early 30s that I actually realized that I was living a life with a mask on, right? Yeah. As a lot of us do. It's pretty heavy. It's mm. pretty heavy. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. And so growing up, you know, my teenage years and my 20s, like, I, I remember like when I was 12. And my mum's an absolute legend, right? She told me two things that really changed my life. And one was, look, Timmy, I don't mind whatever you do. I just want you to be happy, right? Mm. Which is an amazing thing to say to someone because the number one regret of the dying is I wish I lived a life true to myself and not the one others expected of me. Mm. So for your parent to actually just say, look, I don't care what you do, son. I just want you to be happy is an amazing gift. Go mum. Go mum, all right. High five (laughs) mum. But the other thing too that she said, which... You know, back then she was really just helping me out in a tough spot is that I was called Smurf back then. Like, you know, now I'm six foot, but back then yeah. I was literally a tiny little kid. Okay. And my yeah. brothers, you know, my little brother's six foot seven, or my mm. other brothers are very tall and yeah. strong and macho. And I end up being the dwarf of the family, right? The ugly duckling, yeah. <laughs> as you'd probably call it. And I remember at about 13 years of age, and my brothers kept picking on me. Um, and I was a really soft, gentle kid back then. I smiled all the time. Um, you know, I just really enjoyed life. But I was always getting picked on, right? Because mm. I, wasn't, I wasn't tough. Mm. Um, I wore my heart on my sleeve. And I remember I kept going to mum. And one time I said, look, mum, why do the boys keep picking on me? You know, because yeah. every afternoon, you know, there'd be 15 lads around the house. We lived in an old beach shack yeah. at Palmy. And so, like, we all had our surfboards. And if there wasn't surf, we'd box or we'd do ridiculous mm-hmm. boy stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and because I was the smallest and, you know, you know, probably the most vulnerable, mm. they're the ones that get picked on. Yeah. So I went to mum and I said, look, mum, I, I, I don't know what to do. She said, look, she said, if you want the boys to stop picking on you, just stop crying. Mm. Right. And so I did. Yeah. And I actually didn't cry probably for a good 15 years after that. Okay. So I learned, yeah. I learned very quickly in my teenage years how to toughen up. I learned how to use my fists mm. instead of my heart. Uh, I went through a lot of broken relationships because I was emotionally inept. I had no emotional IQ whatsoever. Um, on the outside, I could smile and I was happy and everyone probably knew me as the happy, happy guy. Yeah. But on the inside, I was... I was vacant. I was a shell. Mm. Um, And after losing some really amazing relationships and losing a very good friend to suicide and, you know, a couple of 
other people in and out of rehabs and on and on it went, I realised that I needed to pick my game up. Yeah. You know, it's that flicking of the light switch. Yeah, but it's so good that you did because otherwise we can definitely go through life where we're just distracting ourselves from being with ourselves because it's really hard to be with ourselves. Like people can't be alone ever. It's the phone, it's, it's, it's the food, it's the shopping, it's everything else to distract us from our lives. But life is, this is where we're here to learn. So I, I love that story and, and it probably resonates with a lot of listeners. So whoever's listening and you resonate with that, then we've got something that can really help you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I know now I feel like we're getting no, all like sad and depressing. No, no it's right? not. It's so not there's a good side to this story, by the way. No. <laughs> Chapter two it's, of the story. We've got to go through that dark night That's of the soul right. type thing. And the hero's journey, right? Is that is. That is. Yeah. Come out the other end. You've got to know yourself. And that's the thing. If you don't know that, you don't learn that, how can you see that in other people? How can you fix that in someone else? Like, this is why I'm in fitness or people are in psychology. Where You're usually a bit messed up in that way. <laughs> we fix ourselves and we go, hey, this is how you do it. Right. You know? Um, but totally. Yeah, I, I love that. And, uh, and, yeah, I think you probably heard Jim Carrey talks about that mm. mask and it's like it's when we get depressed – because we're wearing this mask around all the time. It's, it's like we are trying to be this other person or hold up this other character, and that is a full-time job um, to keep it's those exhausting. other emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we need to have that rest and recuperation, and I think, you know, your seven pillars will, will help us with that. Um, so if you want to tell us about the... So Green X7, there's seven pillars of health. If you can talk about them, because they're kind of like a toolkit for totally. us to get back on track. Yeah. So basically through that journey, so when I was going back in my 30s, I realized that I needed to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started to look at, you know, these benefits of me being outdoors, I realized that they were actually very much helping me. I was very good at the active engagement in nature. So when we look at those first three tools, yeah. um, we've got movement and we yeah. look at movement for the mind, right? Yeah. So we all know how good, you know, movement is for the physical side of things. Mm. Uh, you know that better than almost anybody. Um, but when it comes to the mind, I understood for me that I actually could use movement to get myself out of a negative emotion. Mm. And I think that's really important for people because I used to really stew on it. You know, if something bad happened or I was pissed off or impatient or whatever it was, because I was very much that, uh, in my twenties, I used to just sit on it and stew on it and you could be in there for hours. Yeah. It's like a spiral. Right. I've definitely been there. Totally. And people kind of sometimes get to enjoy it they get it's kind of addictive (laughs) in in a a, i know it sounds weird but people kind of get in an addictive cycle of stewing on problems and being angry and yeah Yeah. so tell us how you get out of it but (laughs) what we know is that it's not good for you because (laughs) resentment really stirs up uh with things in your body that aren't good so Mm. for me i realized that when i started doing this research is that i could use movement as a tool Mm. and every time i got into this negative motion i knew that when i went outside uh and I you know, went for a bike ride, walked around the block, went for a swim, a surf, whatever it is, that basically these synapses within our brains connect to neurons and those yeah. neurons connect to our prefrontal cortex and hippocampus, right? Our emotional regulators. Mm. And we create all these great happy chemicals of dopamine, so serotonin, so the BDNFs. Now, I didn't understand any of that. You know, I almost failed school. But the moment that I actually understood that if I had a growth mindset and I could learn these things that actually would get me out of this state of mind that I was in, yeah. right, I was on a better trajectory to where I needed to go. And that was just being the best version of me. Mm. So movement, I looked at as, right, we have a tool here that we can use to actually improve yourself, Timmy. So yeah. instead of sitting on the couch, you're actually going to go do something, right? Mm. So that was tool number one. Tool number two which I found so fascinating because I knew innately 
I've been doing it my whole life, connecting yeah. to nature, right? And if you're lucky enough to, like us right now, live on the beach mm. um, or near a park or rainforest or even in a city, you know, like I was in Brisbane, Rome Street Parkland's got that amazing little rainforest yeah. and walking through. We know that when you connect to nature, right, even though we innately know it feels good, you yeah. ask anybody, do you feel more relaxed around a park, a beach, a rainforest? Yeah. Everyone says yes. But when you know the science behind it, right, when you know the science of when we're looking out to all these trees around us now are dead, you know, these trees are creating this chemical called photon sites. Mm. And when we breathe in these photon sites, right, it yeah. reduces our blood pressure by up to 10 points, right? Amazing. It decreases our cortisol levels, which is stress, which yes. basically we're, you know, fight or flight moves all the time. Mm. Uh, and the other thing, it just improves your overall well-being. Yes. And this can happen all within two minutes. Two minutes? Two minutes, That's literally. Pretty... Yeah, Man, <laughs> No, so if you're in an office right now, yeah. if you're listening and you're in an office, right, you will take your lunch outside to the park. Exactly. Right, because literally within two minutes, you can make yourself feel better. Not only that, in this country where, you know, 50% vitamin D deficient, mm. um, the sunshine UVB actually helps prevent up to 50 chronic diseases and illnesses. Yes. Um, but what people don't understand is that your shadow needs to be shorter than you, okay. right? So for you to actually absorb UVB, which converts to vitamin D3, mm. which helps your bones, your brain, like yes. everything, your shadow has to be shorter than you and you need to get it on your long bones, okay. right? With your arms, your legs and things like that. Yes. Really important, Yes. right? You can go eat two kilos of cheese and all that sort of stuff, but <laughs> okay. it's so much easier getting, you know, <laughs> yeah. 10 to 15 minutes of sunlight, depending on your skin color. You've got a much oh. better tan than I am, so you probably need a bit more in the sunshine. Yeah. Um, so the environment side of things is amazing. And then obviously the water, right, creates negative yes. ions, amplifies all these effects. And that's why we feel so good around, you know, running water, the ocean, you know, even lakes. Yes. The best things in life are free. Totally so, are. So, yeah. And I am, um, yeah, def- like being here, walking on the beach, having a swim just totally changes my mindset. So, yeah, yeah love it. Okay. So we're going to talk about, I opened up your app yesterday. Yeah. And I wanted, you've got this thing called a battery. Yes. Or your battery health. Yeah. So can you tell us, mine, I accidentally did it wrong. So make sure you focus. <laughs> um, it's pretty, it's very simple. You All you have to do is slide. In, yeah. But I just, <laughs> You're yes, busy, busy, I'm busy. So, yeah. So I love it. My score was really poor. Uh, but today I did it properly and, and it definitely, so can you tell us about this battery? <laughs> okay, okay. So the the battery came from, I'm going to rewind about four years ago. Okay. So um, for blokes, I know women are much better at blokes and basically, you know, talking out their emotions and how they feel. It's actually yeah. why they live up to 10 years longer because they have that ability to connect, yeah. positive human connection, talk it out, right? Yeah. Blokes aren't so good, especially, you know, the sort of how I grew up. So the thing with blokes is it's very hard to go to a guy, hey, how are you feeling? Or when you say, are you okay? Pretty much you're going to get, yeah, I'm fine, mm. right? Even though you're not. Right? Yeah. You could have a you know, feeling like you're living in a cave, isolated, the world's going to blow up, and you're still going to go across, yeah, I'm fine, mate, it's all good, yes. right? Um, so I lost a really good friend of mine to suicide mm. uh, a few years ago. We used to work together every day. We'd sit down, have a beer, um, and I actually thought he was the happiest bloke on the planet. I thought I was doing all right. I always thought Mal was even happier than I was. Yeah. Uh, one day I got the phone call and um, that probably put my life in a whole new trajectory because I realised that there was people around me that I thought were happy, right, that had it all, mm. you know, and I really thought Mal had it all, the two kids, the wife, you know, he was living the dream, you yeah. know, we're snorkeling with turtles every day, he was with Skipper. Mm. Uh, and then the next day he was gone. 
no rhyme or reason. We still don't know why. And you go through all these emotions. You know, I was sad. I was angry. Um, you know, like God, the range of emotions, and I still yeah. to this day feel them. And then you see the impact it has around you. So after that, I was like, right, screw this. I actually need to find a way how to get blokes to open up. Mm. Um, so I created this card game, um, the one that we're looking at right now. Yeah. And within that card game, there's eight wellness areas that we need to look at within our life to keep us healthy, happy, and balanced. Okay. And, you know, that's physical health, it's sleep, nutrition, um, mental health and attitude, fun, relationships, friendships, and purpose. So these are the things that we need to keep balanced. Yes. Now, if you try and ask someone face-to-face and talk about that they basically put the wall up the mask goes on and it's like yep i'm fine what's the next subject right let's go get a coffee shall we yeah yeah um you ask someone to play a card game funny enough they talk to the cards and it's really amazing how you can get someone to open up yeah and so i used to go around to strangers and friends and literally anyone and i'd I'd go hey you want to play a card game Mm. and be like sure (laughs) (laughs) right i never go you know i wouldn't take no as an answer and i literally just just sit down yeah yeah literally (laughs) actually it was hilarious and i'd literally sit down and i'd put these eight cards out Mm. and all of a sudden i'd be i'd be sitting there for you know half an hour an hour having these amazing dnm conversations with everyone and the amazing thing about that is was it was creating this connection right this positive human connection and the important thing about that is that that's what we need most in our lives right so i understood that okay got a pack of cards not everyone's going to keep one of those on you and so we formulated this idea that if we actually turned it into a battery right if we took these eight things and we could calculate that every time that you did this from one to ten so if we just choose fun right now yeah so on average on our platform when i got up this morning fun so we we do this globally right so right now we're in about 20 different countries um totally different cultures and on average our battery globally right now is sitting at about 63 percent okay right so i would say that's functioning Mm. so when we look at your battery just (laughs) so when we look at your battery we talk about are you thriving which Mm. is 80 percent and above and these are your flow moments these are your peak performance right whether you're a sportsman um whether you're a corporate leader um whatever you're doing if you can get 80 percent and above yeah you're hitting it like this is good Mm. um if you're sitting between sort of that 50 and 75%, you're sort of functioning, like mm-hmm. you're doing good, mm-hmm. um, but you're probably not growing, okay. right? And if you're sitting under 50%, you're sort of getting to survival mode, yeah. right? And this is, this is where the red flags start showing. Yes. So when we talk about the battery, the average at the moment's 63%, okay. um, which, you know, it's okay, mm. but we want to do better, right? It's, it's ordinary. Quality of life. Quality of life. That's How do we get want. to extraordinary? Mm. So we called it the battery because yeah. we realized that instead of saying, are you okay? And you go, I'm fine. I can go, hey, Dad, how's your battery? Mm. And you go, oh, you know, today it was 78%. I go, okay, it's not too bad. What was, what was it that you needed to improve on? Yes. Well, actually physical health and fun. And funny enough, because that was what the wellness report I got yesterday from a good mate of mine, Anne. So mm. this morning, we hit the surf with the boys because I knew exactly that he needed fun, he needed physical health, and his friendships were low. Yes. I was like, right, we need a surf session because yeah. mine was the same. Um, so we know okay. that our batteries are going to improve now. So mm. we pretty much just say, how's your battery? Okay. Um, so that's what I love about that app. So I didn't know this until this morning. But yeah, if your friends are on the app and their wellness report comes back, uh, say, yeah, 70 you'll know what's up with them in a certain area. It gives you the means to contact them so they don't have to ring up and say, oh, I haven't had fun yesterday or I I didn't sleep. You kind of know that about your friends and you'll be like, hey, maybe this will help you to sleep better or, you know, we'll go out and uh, exercise because, you know, you need to 
use more energy but it gives you the insight into yeah connecting with them in the area that they need to and I think that's beautiful because um yeah it gives you a deeper connection with your friends so really cool app and I'd get you to download it which is it's green x uh, seven, yeah. You so, got it. Yeah, oh, so word. just go to the app store <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. go get it. Uh, so, in, in talking about connection, um, you know, we even though you've got to download the app and it's going to be on your phone, it's still going to help you to get out. So it's going <laughs> to give you it. the tips. Like, you got to meet people where they're at to bring yeah. them to where they need to be. You so got it. It tells you know, like you might need to go, you might need time outside, and there's it'll give you uh, an option of what you can do. Uh, so it might be breathing, earthing, reflection, connection, movement. So it's going to give you uh, different uh, ideas to be able to um, uh, adapt at that time so that you can improve in your health. But so I want to just t- though talk about connection, mm-hmm. um, connection with yourself, connection with others and connection with uh, the environment around us. Why are we so disconnected today? What do you think? I mean, you can point the finger at whatever you want. Yeah. And, uh, and how do you think it's actually affecting us? All right. Good question, Adele. Um, so, yeah, I pretty much live by the value system of reconnect self, others, and nature now, mm-hmm. um, whether it's through both companies. Um, for me, when you said I'm very connected to self, like I said, it was an eight-year journey. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why we need to reconnect to ourselves is because we need to feel right i was very good living in my head space but i was very bad at living in my heart space and what we have to understand is that life really comes from our heart journey right our memories are created in our heart space Mm -hmm. our friendships our relationships life's most important moments are actually created in our heart space and yet we're so bad at living within our hearts because we think life's a head game but it's actually not Mm. right you win life through your heart Mm -hmm. so when we connect to self it's about understanding where you're at right now right and what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And that's reflection. Like that is literally just going, right, where am I at? How do I feel? And what do I need to do to pull my, you know, socks up and yeah. move forward in a positive direction? And it's it's really about looking at the growth mindset of things, right? It's an attitude choice, the way or that you wake set. up. Or heart set. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Because I have that problem. It's always like my head's trying to do it this way, but my heart is, yeah. it sh- we should be leading from that. Totally, yeah. And I think we sort of like ignore the gut feelings, you know, we've sort of been tied up now. And obviously technology has really taken huge part so when we run our workshops it's super interesting because we'll go in and you know in our workshops we work from everyone from corporates to soldiers to school kids like the whole works right and you know we'll talk about our seven tools and i'm like right guys like you know who would love to go and you know frolic and ponder and actually do things that make their heart sing and everyone puts their hand up i say great well what's stopping you from doing that Mm. and the answer always comes back as i don't have enough time always like without a doubt and it's super interesting because when we actually started researching time, yeah. we found that we actually spend 46 hours of our downtime, so outside of work, yeah. right, on screens. Yeah. So what we've become <laughs> is basically spectators of life mm-hmm. instead of participants in life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I had to look at the same, like, I'm never going to give up Grand Designs because Kevin McLeod's a bloody legend. Okay, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that show. <laughs> How good is yeah. it? I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? But we do have to go, right, if I'm spending an average of 46 hours, and that might not be you, but on average, 46 hours of my downtime is being a spectator. Yes. Well, how much of that can I steal back to reconnect to self, others, and nature? Yeah. So when we come to others, right, the most important thing that we have in our lives is to be, create positive human connection. Mm-hmm. So Harvard University did this great study, 75 years long right yeah and basically at the very beginning they said what is it that makes us humans 
happy. Mm. And what they came back with 75 years later, George Valiant said, warmth of relationships gives us life's greatest satisfaction. Okay. So nice. love is happiness. Yes. But we only spend three to four hours doing that each oh, yeah. week. And so like what we're doing now, right? Mm. So what this creates is creates value, creates sense of meaning and belonging. And those three things are what we need in our lives to create self-worth and self-love. Mm. Now, you and I coach people, we give them all these wonderful tools to do, yeah. but if they actually don't care about themselves, if they don't have enough self-worth, chances are they're not actually going to implement the information that we give them. Yes. Right? And that's why positive connection to others is so important because it allows that value, meaning and belonging to create that self-worth and self-love every single day. Yeah. So when people are disconnected, we don't get it. Looking at a phone, we don't get it. Mm. Doing this, we get plenty of it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. So we need to talk to each other face to face. Yes. Without your phone. Yeah. Yeah. If your phone rings in a conversation, don't pick it up. Yeah. Turn it off. Put it on, what is that, flight mode. That's right. And then obviously connection to nature. Now, nature is so important because it actually allows us to understand what our deeper understanding of life is, Mm. right? It's very hard when we're bombarded, especially when you go to cities and everywhere else. You're just constantly bombarded by social messages, right? Mm. You're not enough. You need this, right? Expectations. When you go out into nature and you leave everything behind, you actually can start to listen to you, yeah. right? Listen to yourself. Not only are you going to get all those amazing benefits, but you actually start to clear your mind mm-hmm. and have free space to actually wonder what it is that you really need. Yeah. And that's why I love nature so much because it allows me to think more clearly. Yeah, even just the word that you said when you're in the city, there's all this expectation and I definitely found that myself, but they say expectation is the opposite of gratitude and when you're in nature Mm, it just makes you grateful uh for everything you're like wow the ocean is so expansive and the trees are so beautiful and like the sunrise or sunset can take your breath away uh and seeing a whale you know it's just yeah it's crazy and um to be in gratitude again releases those hormones that make us happy and actually make us live longer uh so and reduce all the stress and and so forth so that was um yeah living in the city for me, I just felt it within my bones. I was like, I'm in the gym, but the gym is within four walls and these corporates have come from their, you know, their corporate job. They come into the gym, which they're in another four walls and then they go home mm-hmm. to another four walls. And I was like, this is just not sitting right with me. Uh, I don't know if it's healthy. Like 5am yeah. in the morning, type A personalities. Let's go. Come on. Don't Pick stop because then we're really going to have to listen to ourselves yeah. and maybe we're not going to like what we're going to hear. I'm playing the DJ music and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting sick. So... Um, so I went, you know, and, and I, you know, I was, it was really hard to listen to my, my, my heart, my intuition, never broken a bone in my life. I slipped over and I broke my leg and it led me up here and I've been <laughs> in nature every morning cool. and I feel a lot calmer. Even my son said the other day, remember mom, you know, like you used to <laughs> be like, you used to just get really angry and like, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> I do. Don't remind me. Um, So, you know, like you just have a short fuse. In the city, you don't know people. You don't connect to your neighbours. So, like, you can be driving and someone cuts you off and you'll be like, hey, F you, because you know that you probably won't see them again. Here, you probably will see them tomorrow. (laughs) So you're less likely to do that. Don't do that in King's Cliff. Yeah, don't do that. Do not do that that in King's Cliff. Uh, Especially if you're the black girl with green eyes. (laughs) People will know. You're the only one. Yeah, I'm the only one. It's such an Anglo-Saxon give me. I'm like, what is going on here? So, but it's beautiful. But uh, yeah. I think, you know, that connectedness, even with your, like, I talk to my neighbour here, um, you know, I feel safe because of all those things. It's made me 
made me a lot happier in life. Um, and before, when I was really depressed after, I mean, I lost my mum and I lost my, uh, mm. like, my marriage broke down. Then when I was really depressed, it was like same thing here. It was like, well, I need to reassess what can I do. <clears throat> I'll start with eating better. Then I did a little bit of exercise. Then I got some education, mm -hmm. joined a running group. So I was like community, mm -hmm. food, and tried to work on all those areas. And guys, it does work, but it takes a very long time. It's a deliberate <laughs> it's effort, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like when people talk about well-being and wellness, like there's such a massive difference between those two words because well-being is really just being in a comfortable state, mentally, yes. emotionally, physically, spiritually, right? The word wellness, which what you were just talking about, yeah. is that deliberate effort mm -hmm. to get there. And yes. that's what no one wants to do. Yeah, that's the hard work. Yeah. It's the hard work. <laughs> yeah, you've got to put the hard work in, but God damn, it's better on the other side. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, another thing, you know, being connected to yourself and nature and everything is, you know, it's what as humans we're born to do. Um, but as you said, when we're only consuming all the time, and we're not putting out anything like creativity is part of all of that and being creative and making something mm. um, like yourself. You made a game, you made a card <laughs> game, you like this is you're totally creating and you're creating space for people. And I think that contributes to all your happiness. So instead of, yeah, just absorbing what everybody's throwing at you all the time mm. when you're not making any decisions for yourself. But here you're you're in creativity mode. Yeah, um, and I think it's, you know, first you've got to fill up your cup first, right? Yes. Look after yourself, fill up your own cup, recharge mm -hmm. your battery, put your oxygen mask on first because then we're mm -hmm. in a such better place to help others. You yes. know, it's 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 funny because I always used to think it was really selfish to look after yourself. Like it was all about, no, you've got to make sure you look after everyone else. But the problem is if you burn out and you're only a shell of what you really could be, then yeah. you're actually depriving someone of being the best version of you. And yes. I've had to understand that. And I think as society, we actually have to understand that no the most selfless thing you could do is actually make sure that you're okay first that yes. you're being the best version of you because then your light shines through to others yes and i think that's important you know is is doing that filling up your cup first because you can't give from an empty cup yeah so that's really important beautiful uh and i wanted to you know i'm before we finish, I usually touch on people's morning routine because I think it's really important. Um, we say win the morning, own the day, or own the morning, win the day, mm -hmm. same thing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> however they say it. But what is your morning routine to set you up for success? Because you're very successful and I'm loving what you're doing. So let our listeners know what you do. All right. It's probably not going to uh, appease everybody. <laughs> They're all different. I am a very much a morning person. So I my sleep foundation really sets me up for everything. So I go to bed um, by nine o'clock, I'll read a book, chat to my wife, um, but I'm asleep by 9.30. And that way I know that every single morning I'm going to get up at 4.30. Okay. Right? So yeah. seven hours for me is sustainable. Okay. Um, on the weekend I'll sleep in, but I'm up at 4.30. Mm. I'll basically do some stretches, some kinesthetics, I'll do some gratitude. Mm -hmm. And then basically by about five o'clock, I've got my coffee, yep. I'm sitting in the office and I'm smashing out as much paperwork as I can do until yep about quarter to seven so my creative moments come in the morning so I normally spend about an hour trying to be creative um, working on new projects or you know thinking about what we can do in the company mm. 
get to my emails, which I cannot, I can't stand emails. <laughs> the one thing I wish I had yeah. a magic genie that would do all my computer work one for day. me <laughs> one day. Um, and then basically at about quarter to seven, um, my wife and my two Labradors, so my wife's a firefighter, so oh, if she's cool. not on, you know, yeah. night shift, she'll come to the office, you know, shut down the laptop and we'll take the two labs down to Kingy Beach, yes, go so for a walk. Yeah. Normally I'll see you at the Salt Mill Cafe yeah. having a coffee or a acai bowl. <laughs> yeah. And then pretty much by the time I get home, probably around eight o'clock mm-hmm. um the rest of the day is i don't know where i you know whether i'm traveling or you know doing this and that but at least i know that i've done all those things that i've done by the time i get to bed at night yeah. uh, i've looked after my mental emotional physical and spiritual self yes. um i've recharged my batteries i've ticked my goals uh, and no matter what happens throughout that day yeah. i know that i'm good so um, productive really that's good. important for me yeah mm. totally love it all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on Pleasure. the show. I think this is, is going to be great for especially male uh, mental health going through that phase uh, of, you know, maybe from 15 to 30 years old. Uh, a lot of people will probably mm. identify with your story. So please make sure you check out the app and the website and Tim Jack Adams. You can find him on Instagram and I'm sure you can just <laughs> Google things these days. Yeah. Well, I'm terrible on the screen, so you <laughs> won't see much there. No, he's terrible. <laughs> I'll he, see you in a park. He actually lives uh, lives what he what yeah. he yeah, lives the real deal because when I, I text you on Instagram, you took like a week and a half to get back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so don't, don't DM him. He will not reply. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much, much. Adele. All right. Have Bye. a great day, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share. And if you'd like to send me a comment, you can add me on Instagram or Facebook at Odette Blacklock. Bye, guys. Till next week.